How's it going, coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Roundup. We've obviously been away for a few weeks over the Christmas period, but we're coming back in the studio today and we are going to do a power rankings to get us kind of wrapped up over the Christmas period. I've got our co-host in the studio with me again today. Coach Finlay, say hello, please. Hello, Louis. That's good to chat with you again. And uh, yeah, I think we had a well-deserved time off over the Christmas period and we're back into it for the new year. Exactly. Um, it's nice to have some time off. We've got a lot to catch up on. So yeah. let's jump into it because there's been quite a lot happening while we've been away. And yeah. I think the best thing to do is we're going to start with our power rankings. Uh, and we'll just take from the bottom to the top and discuss how that team's got on. So the first one we want to talk about is rank eight. I think there's a pretty clear choice for me just now. Um, it'll be the Typhoons that I'd be calling out. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's changed over the Christmas period. Ali definitely had a good uh, few weeks over the, over that time. So, yeah, Stuart's looking to get the wooden spoon this year, maybe. Yeah, um, let's jump into his team. I think over the Christmas period, it's not actually been too bad for Coach Parker. He had... A win against me just before that period, um, then two losses and a win against you. So it's not terrible, but just the record and, yeah, mm. bottom of the pack. So Totally, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. you're probably right. It's it's not been terrible because he, he beat me last week, which I was a little bit disappointed with. Um, just still struggling, trying to get through the tail end of some of these injuries, uh, not injuries, sorry, COVID um, regulations. And uh, yeah, there was maybe a little bit of mismanagement from me. I've just been struggling to decide who is the right person to pick up off the waivers and stuff like that, you know. Um, yeah, totally. I mean, we should be speaking about the typhoons just now, not your team, Jordan. We'll get to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Yeah, if we jump on the scoreboard for the past few weeks, maybe the most interesting matchup is against you when Stuart managed to win. Mm-hmm. Um, Desmond Bain, 194 points. He has been quite an undervalued asset coming into this season and he's been popping off. Mm. Um, yeah, pretty it, damn good. I, yeah. I, I was um, surprised to see that come in, really, because... Um, it's it's only happened over the last month or so, hasn't it? Yeah, exactly. I um, picked him up when Dur- I think when Morant got injured. I picked him up to kind of just be, you know, one of those guys that comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, traded him away just when Durant, uh, Durant, Jamarant came back, uh, and expected him to kind of dwindle. But if anything, he's only improved. Yeah, yeah. Just looking at there's a um, a chart here showing a strong increase um, over December into January um, and he jumped from about 700 total points to 1,050 um, just in the month of December so yeah strong month for him there. Yeah he's been really good and Stuart's obviously fleeced me with Brogdon who I don't think has really played more than two or three games for the Demons so far. Mm. Um, never mind also getting Aaron Gordon who's been a bit quiet but yeah, surprising because uh, he had a good uh, end of the season last year. Um, 
and I thought that would continue. You know, he's quite a versatile player, gets a lot of rebounds, assists and stuff, but yeah, he's not really been able to put together some like star-studded line, uh, hat lines, you know. Yeah, exactly. But uh, 43 points last night. Yeah, well, that's it. He can, he's got the potential for it, you know, but other other than that, they've just kind of been a steady 20, 20 30 pointers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know what Stuart's position is in terms of where does he go. I don't know um, exactly how he's managed to lose uh, two of the past three games. It's hard yeah. to keep a track of, but it's not been completely terrible performances, I think. No, looking at another player that I've noticed, he's um, I had Daniel Gafford for a few weeks and then dropped him just because he had a bit of a lull, and uh, Stuart's picked him up. And he's definitely, uh, he's definitely been a worthy pickup there. He's he's been steady, and not and definitely not a droppable player. You know. I mean, I'm looking at the teams. The last thirty, that last thirty games, we've too many. Last fifteen average points here, mm-hmm. and he's sitting at thirty-five point four, which is way above that. We always say that thirty point, yeah, end of the threshold. Mm-hmm. So thirty-five point yeah. four. That's. Great performance coming off the wire. Yeah, he's been good. Anyone yeah. else interesting on this team? Uh, Jason Tatum has kind of finally started to heat up and then he was out for a significant amount of time. Yeah. He's, come, he's had one. Otherwise, he's still struggling. Um, I think this was Stuart's main man, really, from yeah. the draft. And he's been very underwhelming this season. Yeah, I'm not really sure why, I guess. Is it Jalen Brown been taking a few numbers from him or maybe my player uh, Marcus Smart getting a lot of ball handling? But yeah, I'm not really sure what the answer is behind that. No, it's a shame to see. I think at some point there was a chance he could have traded him away and maybe got some uh, good assets. The, the window's probably closed. I can't see him like totally diverging from this sort of output. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm not sure what the the Celtics record is right now as well, so I'm not sure if, if, if they want to be getting to the playoffs that he needs to pick it up a little bit or how that's going. No, no. We'll see how it goes as the season progresses. The last two guys I want to talk about on this roster, uh, number one, Drew, 51.6 average over the past 15 games uh, he's currently out um, with a sore ankle mm-hmm. um, but up until that point he's been on an absolute tear yeah smashing it I see that there um, a run of games there he's not even what the lowest he's got there is 43 and that goes all the way back to the beginning of December so yeah that's some real hot stats right there he's been flying Jam a little Grant. bit expected, though, from him. Drew does definitely have the potential there. So, Well, he not... started off the season slow. We did speak about he was quite underwhelming the last time we did the power rankings. So, yeah. Good to see him pick it back up. Yeah, and then sure. the last guy on this team, uh, Jamarant, is currently 50 points average, which is up from his season average of 44.6. So he's mm. on a bit of a hot streak right now. I think two months in a row or two weeks in a row, he's won conference player of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just killing it. His numbers might not look as great as Drew Holiday, but he's came back from an absence 
and yeah, really, yeah. really strong. Yeah, holding his roster spot there, pretty strong. Yeah. Anyone yeah. else you want to? Um, I'm not sure. I just a couple of good waiver pickups. You know, like I said, I'd not made some great choices. Stuart obviously has. Um, I think Monty Morris has been a good person that he's held on to. Um, just kind of getting some steady 20, uh, 20 pointers, a few 38s, 40, a couple 42s in there. So I think that's uh, quite a good mentable pickup. Yeah, I mean, it's 25 point average over the past 15. I think I'd maybe be chucking him. There's some players here, um, I don't know if they're waivers or if they're going to be held on for the long term, but Monte Morris, Melton, Terence Mann, Cody Martin, mm-hmm. all significantly, well, some are under that kind of waiver spot. And then also Buddy Hailed, just really stinky. He did get 48 points uh, last night. Yeah. But underwhelming. He's an yeah. average of 26.3 in the past 15. And that's not good for his value. Right. Yeah, well, his average over the season is 25.6. And that's, yeah, that's definitely below his value, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But let's move on to the next. Number seven. I know who I'm thinking, but what do you reckon? Um... Well, from the uh, from the last few weeks, Ali's definitely not in that position. But um, I'm going to go ahead and say Cami. I think. Um, yeah, I agree with you totally. Uh, Ali's trending up. Yeah, so tied on wins with Cami, uh, whereas Cami's obviously now got another contender for a space in the scoreboard. So I'd be mm-hmm. happy putting him at number seven. Yeah, yeah. He's on the trend down as well, I'd say. So, um, yeah. Exactly. So, over the past, what is it, three weeks, we've got three losses on the board for Kami. No? That's not true. No, he beat me. Because he, he beat, beat me as well, yeah. So, it's another three, uh, two losses and one win. Yeah. Uh, that's a fucking rough period for you, losing to the two bottom guys. I know it wasn't great. It was those injuries. Well, because um, obviously I didn't get hit too badly with the first uh, COVID round, um, but over the last few weeks, I definitely struggled. There's a very interesting scoreline here. This is over the Christmas period when um, my team was in absolute pieces. Kami still managed to lose. Uh, I've only managed to put up 1,028 points and. Kami couldn't quite get it, even with 984. Mm. Um, so just, I think, injuries, lack of players, COVID yeah. restrictions really hit him hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure who he had out, because um, I know Steph obviously didn't get any COVID protocols, did he? But having Zinger out, not ideal. No. Kami has been slumping big time. <laughs> having a... Uh, What's his name? Uh, OG Anobi. I'm not sure when he was out, but he's he's um he's just kind of been back and forth quite a lot, hasn't he? Yeah, I think the big losses here is uh, Steph losing his form a little bit. Thirty-four point three average over fifteen games. That's trending down. Of like forty something. Yeah, forty-six point eight. So yeah, that's yeah. big slump. That's big time slump. And then Porzingis. I don't think he's been out for a huge amount of time. No. 
Um, but you'll miss him over this period. Karis Levert, he was popping off for quite some time. And then uh, just in the new year, he's been out due to protocols. So can't be missing him. If we look on the roster, I think standout player over this period has been Bradley Beal. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely picked it up. Because he was, he was uh, part of a trade, wasn't he? Um, to do with the Jamarant one. Um, but yeah, he's, he's definitely been a, a decent pickup there. I think uh, he got his vaccine finally, which takes away a lot of that kind of protocol risk. I think he might actually be in protocols now, ironically. But um, yeah, he, he's been popping off ever since he came back. Um, yeah. Looking more like the player that we expected for the season. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so not sure what his his um, his stats were previous, but it's pretty strong in in the new year. Definitely in January, you know, um, from the thirty first onwards, he's he's been hitting it pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, he's fifty average against thirty eight point seven on the season, so that's big trending up. Hmm. Um. Another is uh, Montre Harrell. Is he back? Um, he uh, he was out for oh, a good week or so um, at the end of December, and I saw he had a. He, did you see him on Instagram? He had a, like a digital mask on, saying "I'm back," <laughs> um, and then went to get him a twenty-seven point uh, evening. So I'm sure that's probably going to be some good stats to see come back. Yeah, I mean, he's been out for some time. He's quite a low-average point guy. I think it's a borderline player, to be honest. Mm. Oh, I, I quite like him, to be honest. He's, he's a bit of a boss. But I see what you mean. Yeah, he does average only really around 28 to 30. You know. Yeah, exactly. I think, looking down the roster just now, actually in quite good form, a lot of these guys, um, hovering around the 30 mark. I think Cammy's maybe just got too many average players yeah right now yeah and he's missing out on some of his bigger hitters mm. exactly. One very 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 important player to talk about is the kevin love pickup right yeah uh he had a period i think just over christmas ended just around new year where he was popping off yeah yeah but the uh, yeah, because Kevin Love started real slow, didn't he? He wasn't really doing much at all, um, which reflects in his uh season average of 26 and a half. But I would suspect over the last 15 games, that's definitely um gone up a lot. Yeah, 30.8. He kind of slowed down recently. I'm not sure what happened. I don't know. Obviously, there's a whole thing with his contract on the Cavs, and he doesn't get much minutes, mm-hmm. and he doesn't really want to be there. And then he came back and just Started popping off really, um, a lot of big games. I don't know when Cami acquired him. Um, I can see that here. Uh, December, so he's had him. He's had him for some time, and he's enjoyed just a really great kind of couple of weeks. I guess that was probably over the period where you lost to Cami. Kevin lost a big factor in that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's unfortunate. The um, well, yeah, that's it. Just goes down to show if you can get the right guy off the waivers, you've you you change your season a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think R.J. Barrett is a real 
shit guy, but um, he, he's actually been doing all right recently, you know, a couple 50 points last week. Um, but then just inconsistency getting down to 20, 26, you know, I would just, I get pissed off with that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, definitely. He's um, one of those players, I think, very, very, very inconsistent shooting. So he, he can pour in points one night. Yeah. Uh, and the other night, he was maybe going to put like eight on the board. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of missed shots that obviously takes a toll on the score, on the final day's score, you know. Yeah, definitely. That's where having good field goal um, definitely makes a, a change. No, for sure. Um, I think that's all I have to say about this team. What about you? Can we move on? Um, yeah, I reckon so. This We've mentioned... Some of those players, like you said, they're all somewhat average. I think Ali, uh, Kami could do with an all-star or an extra all-star in there, but it's going to be hard to acquire that. Yeah, he doesn't really have much pieces. I guess Levert, um, Brandon Ingram, Zach Levine, these guys will have name value. Mm-hmm. And Anobi as well. He could probably put together a package or two. I don't know if he'll be able to. I think selling... Um, guys like these in this kind of position it's a bit crap because you know that they'll come back and they will deliver mm-hmm. um, so it's almost like you're losing value trying to get rid of them while they're at their low yeah true true he's got to just try and choose that sell high point at the right time you know exactly maybe ship curry off and try and get two performing players oh that could be a big risk I'd say yeah but I mean Curry's kind of been crap the past 15. Mm, I know, but you know he can go on a tear. I think with his uh, fellow Splash brother back, um, his confidence will be high. He'll be looking to um, put put up those all-star numbers, I think. I'd argue that there's less time for him on the ball, less responsibility, and more chance of him sitting on the bench in the fourth quarter. Mm, True, maybe with the... the, uh, with Clay Thompson being there, you know, he's, he can get a bit of rest and um, Steve Kerr can still rely on Clay to get some points in for the team. Yeah, it'll be an interesting one to monitor. Um, let's go to the next True. the next position at number six. Um, I think I'll put Ali in there. Um, albeit if he's on the trend upwards, um, but I, I think he's still got to... Um, show his worth um, in in getting up into the top tier, uh, the top uh, top half of the league. I think. Yeah, for sure. But it's been an incredible uh, run of form for Ali. After we spoke on the <laughs> yeah, after we were laughing at that um, predicted uh, scoreline. When do we know when that was um, and what dates? I, I need to listen back to the podcast. I think he was expecting to get six wins out of the next eight or something. Yeah, and what he's on for four in four, four and oh just now. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a big, big call and it looks like it's almost on the money. I think mm-hmm. this week is a close one as well because our schedules are quite linked like I don't see me being clearly dominating and I'm missing a bunch of players still yeah okay right he could put me in my place and keep keep trucking but we'll see how the week goes I'm just looking at his upcoming schedule at the moment he's got you and then he's got Cammy. so um, if you can beat him this week 
he could still possibly get his uh, predicted scoreline if he can beat Cami. And then it's me at the end of January, so I'll definitely be looking to um, put him in his place and uh, <laughs> get my get my form flipped over, you know? Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But it's been a great run. He's managed to knock down um, Isaac, and then he knocked down Stuart, and then... And Corey. Corey, who Corey's a big player right now, so yeah. that's a massive, massive result. Yeah, looking at that week that they just had there... Um, 1,836 points to 1,776. I mean, those are two massive scores. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, a good good week for him then. So, if we start looking at the roster, there's one thing, one big asterisk for the season, and that is Damian Lillard. Yeah. I think we spoke a lot about that, and I've made my feelings very clear that I thought he was going to get shut down. And yeah. Obviously, he's out just now, and it was, what, eight week, eight days or something? Eight games he was shut down for? Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if that rest period, when he comes back, if he's going to be popping off or if he's just going to struggle, and then it could very well be that he's out for the season. Yeah. Um, I can't see... the. the it just says no recent news at the moment, so I'm not sure. It's an internal injury, isn't it? So... That's really hard to predict. I guess it could be could be real serious, or it could get changed. It could just kind of get cancelled out within a week. You know. Well, I I think it was um, eight games or something. I read that he was held out for, and mm-hmm. then they would be taking it day to day. But the fact that the um, the team's been really struggling, they've also got like a young guy, uh, and Fernie Simmons, mm-hmm. been popping off in his absence, and I think there's a big chance with uh, CJ McCollum still not back. Lillard could end up just being on a bit of a tank mission. Yeah. It's a bit of a shame that, isn't it? Yeah, it's good It's good for Jan Fernie to be popping off. It obviously means that if he's playing well, they might be a bit reluctant to rush um, Lillard back, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Another yeah. interesting storyline for this team is Miles Turner is a big trade candidate, as usual. Uh, but it seems to be heating up a lot more um, with the situation with Sabonis and Miles being on the same team. Yeah. I think if either of them get traded and they're both apparently on the trade block, then there's, you know, there's potential for both of those guys to explode in their new teams. Or if one of them goes, then to explode for the Pacers. So Yeah. yeah. Well, the Pacers have just been shy, haven't they? Yeah, they've not been fantastic, but I think the centres uh, have a bit of a better job when the team's not so good. You know, yeah. there's a lot more opportunities for them to catch the rebounds, get the blocks, and to kind yeah. of yeah, kind of numbers. So that's definitely an interesting one to take keep an eye on. Um, so who's getting the starting minutes? I guess it's it's a bonus, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think. Well, I think they maybe share the court a bit as well. Um, I'm not too sure how they play. Yeah, but I guess yeah. 28.9 minutes for T- Miles Turner isn't exactly huge. No, no, it's, it's yeah, they definitely are sharing it there, I guess. Um, yeah. but for one dollar, you can't really argue it was it was definitely a good pickup. But um, yeah, there could be some changes in in that it's coming soon. Yeah, for sure. And then the big kind of um. Big hitters for this team over the last 15 
while Ali's been on this streak. Jalen Brown, 45.3. That's up on his season average of 37.4. Anthony Edwards, 42, up on his average of 38.4. And then D'Angelo Russell, 42.5, up on his average of 36.1. You know, that's um, fantastic, really, to have your guys popping off in that way and all of them at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely come around at the right time. Um, I kind of don't ever rate D'Angelo Russell. I kind of think he's lost it a little bit. Just looking there, 56 and 40. Um, you definitely can't argue with that. You know, he's he's done he's done double doubles with assists there, 12, 10, and 10 assists in the last three games. That's that's incredible. Yeah, really, really solid output. I think he's kind of overlooked sometimes because he did struggle. Um, yeah, he didn't get much of the the the, um, the Warriors, did he? Well, well, he went. Was he at the Lakers, and then he went to the Warriors, and then he went to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think at the Timberwolves, he's got maybe a bit more, um, a bit more responsibility, and he shows that he can do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I quite like quite like D'Angelo Russell as a fantasy player. Yeah. Fair enough. I maybe just don't like looking at his face a little bit. Um, but uh, somebody else I think that's, well, was I loved him last year was Anthony Edwards. And uh, he was definitely a good draft pick for Ali this year. Um, he's 38.4 over the season. But looking here, he's put that up to about 42. Um and the last this last week is he's the least he's got is forty five, so it's definitely definitely on the uptrend as well. Yeah, he's been in fantastic form. Forty nine point eight over the last seven games. Yeah, okay, yeah. I saw a possible trade. Um basically um the Timberwolves were offering everything and their hat to the Sixers for um for Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, imagining um Anthony Edwards and um, Kat and uh, Ben Simmons. That could definitely be a hot three, you know. Yeah, yeah, that would be quite good to see. Yeah, that's more in real life kind of play, but uh, yeah, interesting nonetheless. Yeah, for sure. I did think I probably couldn't have mentioned that because I was going to try and uh, put in a scud trade to Jack whilst he didn't realise that (laughs) he might be coming back, but uh, oh well. Yeah, I think it, this is kind of the period, right? The trade window closes at the start of February or the end of February. Yeah, I'm not sure to be honest. Um, it's it's coming up soon. So if Ben Simmons doesn't move, then that's him locked in. Yeah, uh, he probably won't play this season. Um, another person I wanted to talk about on this team, Demar Derozan, averaging yeah. four point six on the season, but he's a bit of a slumper just now, thirty six point one. Yeah, I do see that. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what's going on there. <clears throat> well, I don't know. I can I see that um, he was doing really well uh, over December, but into January, it's it's taken a decent drop. I think maybe the Chicago Bulls were just going so hard that it was hard to maintain that kind of level. Or, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure why. No, me neither. I haven't I been on that too much. Whether there's somebody else in that team there that's uh, just been getting a bit more ball. 
Yeah, I guess so. And then the last person on this team to talk about for me is Shy, who, to be honest. Yeah, I would agree. I was expecting kind of like um, Anthony Edwards-esque production out of him as well. Um, and it's mm-hmm. fallen completely short. 31.8 on the last 15. He did have like a 50-point game last night, but yeah, no, just not consistent enough. No. Well, I think Ali had the same kind of faith in him as well because he's paid $22 for him at the start of the season. And uh, obviously, being the starting point guard for the, the Thunder was potential for him to get a lot of work. But he's, yeah, he's, whether it's his field goal percentage or I'm not really sure what's the problem. No, but there's something definitely is the problem. Um, and yeah, just not, not great, really. Mm. So maybe a bit of a point guard problem for uh, for the Punishers. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because he, he, I think he was hoping to be kind of um, top tier, but looking at it there, he's he's only the ninth ranked position. Uh, sorry, point guard. Although he does have, is, is shooting guard his primary position or does it count as a point guard as well? Oh, I have no idea. ESPN just kind of puts whatever, I think. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously starting at point guard you would have thought that his assist numbers would be way higher but he's only averaging five really um, over the season so I don't think that's really good enough No No, no. no. Um Next up who do you reckon number five um, Let me just quickly get back to the, the standings here Um I think Jack, over current form, um, I think Isaac's kind of been on the trend upwards. He's had some good scores. Um, I think Jack, to be honest. Yeah, so both these teams, six wins, six losses, exactly in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Both teams, again, over the past... Let me just check. So Isaac beat me last week. Yeah. Um, then he got beat by Corey the week before. And he got beat by Ali the week before. So it's another one win in the past three. Mm-hmm. Then Jack has been, he beat Cami last week. He got beat by me the week before. And then he got beat by you the week before that. So I think everyone we spoke about so far <clears throat> has one win over the, the festive three weeks. Right. Quite funny. Uh, all on the same sort of trend. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Jack. Yeah, well, but Jack's Jack started hot, you know, and Isaac's was kind of at the bottom uh, level of the table. So that's kind of flipped over now, and they've got equal scores or records. So I think, yeah, just in the in the current um, power rankings, I'd I'd say Jack there. Yeah, fair enough. I'll I'll come with you on that. So let's check out the team. Let's do that. As we 15, last 15, Trey Young, 53.4, and Fred Van Vliet, 56.9. Yeah, I was going to mention Van Vliet. I'd looked at some of the scores and been like, what? I was like surprised to even see if they were real, whether, they're, whether they'd made a mistake or not. But um, yeah, unbelievable numbers. Two 81-point games in the past 15. Mm-hmm. That's mental. Yeah, real good. Um, and this is all with Anthony Davis out as well. 
which I guess is hurting Jack's team a lot. He does yeah. think um, John Collins in the past 15 games, 18.5. Yeah. Um, that's, I think, mostly due to absence. Okay. And coming mm-hmm. back, and he's been stinky since he came back. Mm-hmm. 35.9 average on the season. Dennis Schroeder, 23.4, just scrud. I don't think he should be on the roster. Mo Bamba, after starting off super hot, has been a bit disappointing. I think he was injured for a long time. Yeah. Um, But then he's came back and he's had a few good games, but he's struggled the consistency a little bit. So 23.6 average. Rashawn Holmes, this is an interesting one to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, a bit of a baller. Was it last season and the season before? Jack exactly. paid eleven dollars for him. And yeah. he's averaging 28.9 on the season, which is not enough. No yeah, probable. Yeah, although he is has been out. Uh he's not played a game in twenty twenty two yet. So um that's obviously hurting Jack's uh, scores as well there. Um but even before that, you know, he was just like what since since December, I think his highest score has been 26, you know? Yeah, I mean, all, all season, he's 28.9 average points on the season. Yeah, it's not good. I, I wonder who the other centres are there, you know? Um, the the Kings, the, the player that um, that Isaac has. I could try to pick out who that is right now. Bagley? No. No, oh, he dropped Bagley. But I don't know who else is playing on the Kings in that position. Um. Oh, where is he? Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes uh, isn't even like a centre, but he's still averaging like six six plus rebounds, you know. And in the last few games, he's been getting nine, uh, seven, stuff like that. So I just, I, I wonder if, because he's been playing so well, um, I think that might be something to do with it. Yeah, that's quite a good shout. Although I think Harrison Barnes has been a bit stink recently. And he's a bit of an older guy as well, so I imagine we'll see him yeah. off. Yeah, with a, it was a one dollar pickup, but averaging twenty seven um, isn't too bad for the, for the old guy. No, no, but he was electric at the start. I remember he was like averaging thirty five. He so. was exactly, yeah. Um. So now looking at Jack's team, CJ McCollum potentially coming back soon. That could be a big one. Uh, I think he's back in condition now. Jarrett Allen has continued his incredible form. Exactly, yeah. That was another player I was going to mention. He's been great. Um, And to be honest, it was kind of expected, you know, because he was smashing it last year as well with the Cavs not having much um, big man potential there. Um, And he's still a block machine as well. So, yeah, he's a great pick yeah, for sure. Uh, Seth Curry, another one, a good pickup. Um, yeah, he's been forty-seven game, uh, forty-seven points, fifty-two points in the last two games he's played. He's questionable just now because he's got a bit of the Curry ankle. Mm-hmm. But uh, thirty-seven point six average over the past fifteen for a guy off the waivers. Yeah, the uh, surprisingly actually, Jack's still struggling with uh, IR spots as well, keeping a hold of Ben Simmons and. Um, with AD out, he's having to put CJ McCollum on his bench and been out, which is a bit of a nightmare, really. 
and he's missing maximum Derek, who I can only assume is going to come back pretty minimum Derek after a lengthy absence. Yeah, yeah. And uh, his man, uh, Deandre Ehon, um, <laughs> is only averaging 28 and a half um, over the last 15, um, which is, what, seven well below his average, uh, his season average, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's been out for a serious amount of time. Uh, he'd had a good spell at absences, but since he's came back, he's been a little bit mailed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, that's true. That is true. So, yeah, maybe actually that's that's a fair point. The uh, the sample that we got is only a two two game sample, so that could that could trend up pretty quickly. Yeah, I think just a little bit off topic, but the way that this works with the last 15 averages, mm-hmm. surely it should just take the available games and if they don't play, don't count that. Like, that annoys me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean, but it can only give an average and it's, it's if it's, what, he's, he's done 28 and 29 over the last two games, so that's kind of an obvious an average for the last 15. Yeah, but surely it could take the last 15 games that he's actually active in, not the last 15 games just True. over True. True. Yeah, last 15 played as opposed to the last 15 team games. Yeah, it shouldn't just count these random ones in the middle as games because he's not even been on the bench or anything. Like, fair enough if they're on the bench and they don't get minutes. But if they're yeah. not actually, like, even touching the bench, then it's just... Yeah, fair. that's fair. Anyway, yeah. It's a bit of a... Side note. Yeah, but um, yeah, ESPN do struggle with some uh, stat work, don't they? Yeah, there's some advanced analytics. I think <laughs> next year, if I have a bit more time, instead of doing all the podcasting stuff and writing silly reports, I think I'll actually try and make some sort of nice model for advanced stat work. Yeah, right, yeah. Little Excel um, equations to, to good use. Exactly, because I think that'd be quite fun. It'd just be nice to be able to see in a bit more detail. Like I always yeah. want to see when people are on rosters and off rosters, and how like pickups and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, if someone's picked someone up during the week when they were active for that team, how much points did they get? Yeah, so, right. Yeah, but yeah, I think that would be quite interesting. Hmm. Well, I look forward to that if you do that. I'll be charging you five bucks a month. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. There's not a whole lot to say about Jack's team. I think that we haven't already covered. I think um, a lot of the teams that we're looking at just now at the bottom of the pack have something very similar in common, and that is they might have some good players that can put it up, but their periphery guys, they're either not changing quick enough or they're not picking up people to replace them and they maybe are just a bit too committed to these name value guys that are a bit stinky. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, holding them whilst they're out when they could be quick drops, you know. Yeah, that's like, I think Rashawn Holmes doesn't really have a place on anyone's roster anymore. You could maybe yeah. try and get a team that want to hold on. You might get some name value off that, but you don't really want to hold on to a guy that's putting up numbers like that. Yeah, same with Mo Bamba as well. That's what, 23.6. Dennis Schroeder, 23.4. John Collins, you know, John Collins, maybe he's he's going to go up again. But the first two I mentioned, they're like, they're definite waiver players right now, you know. Yeah, definitely. 
not yeah, worth it. You could try and throw them into trades. Maybe one of the leading guys will take a punt. But mm-hmm. I think that goes for everyone that has um, these stinky guys in their roster. Because yeah. waivers are this season. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And yeah, let's talk about the next team then. So this is number four in the rankings. Yeah. And uh, it's obviously got to be Isaac. There's no other yeah. choice. Really. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, let's just jump in. So we spoke briefly about his record. Another two losses and one win over this period. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a little bit of a hot and cold season, I think, for Coach Manny. Yeah. yeah. He picked up Bam Adebayo off the... Um, off the waivers, which Stuart had dropped him. Yeah, pretty good pickup there, to be honest. When if he's not struggling, because he was able to move Clay uh, into his bench finally, which I'm sure he'll be happy to see. Um, and yeah, Bam's a real good pickup there. Actually, I was uh, looking at maybe doing that myself. I think we all had uh, eyes on him when Stuart cast them out. Um, it will be a while until he's back still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Isaac didn't hang around. He was only on the waivers for three or four days. Um, yeah. yeah definitely. It'll be interesting to see when he gets back. He has been underwhelming even before his uh, absence. So I don't yeah. know. He's not going to be putting up like 40 or 50 bombs, I don't think. that. No. Yeah, last year he was absolutely banging for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's, he's maybe not picked it up. Looking to see what he did get last year, actually. If you just um, hold the floor for a second, um, you can just hit twenty twenty one, and then his last season, forty two point seven. Yeah, see, that's that's what we all expect, you know. Yeah, but it's just not been the case. Um, no. We'll see how he comes back. He might be, might be popping off. Mm-hmm. Uh, big players to note in this team. I think the the big two, Joel Embiid and Giannis, um, yeah. over the past 15 have been probably the two players that we've looked at so far. Giannis, 58, uh, 58.9 in the past 15 versus 54.6 in the season. So somehow he's managing to trend even higher. Yeah, he has been insane this season as well. Um, not, you know... He's still not the MVP of the season, I'd say, but um, yeah, he he's definitely shown shown the caliber that he can uh, show over the last couple of years. You know, yeah, Zef, a huge player, uh, and Bede as well has been fantastic, kind of carrying the Sixers, especially for the fantasy purposes. Yeah, I think the guy I want to shout out, Jaron Jackson Jr. Okay. 37.9 on the past 15, which is trending up 31.7. And this is a guy that was cut from Ali's team after being drafted. Yeah. I picked him up quite swiftly afterwards and helped through what was a pretty underwhelming start to the season. And it looks like now he's starting to kind of find his feet and yeah. deliver what we were all expecting from him last year. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um well, there was always that big talk of when he was going to come back from injury and whether he would do it. Um, and I guess Ali just didn't 
wasn't able to hold on long enough. You know, we were always always talking about him making changes and he had to make moves and plays and this was possibly one that kind of just went the wrong way. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so. Good, good pick up from, um, from Isaac there. Another one as well. Oh, sorry, I was going to mention Sadiq Bay. I have noticed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely putting up some decent numbers. Because um, what he's averaging uh, thirty-three uh, over the last fifteen, but his average for the season is only twenty-six point five. So um, that's a that's a decent trend up, and. Uh, just looking through the last couple of weeks, he's put in like 48s, 62s, 50s. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely um, one of the reasoning reasons as to why he's on the trend up, I think. Yeah, for sure. It's an inconsistent spread of points, but when he gets it, he seems off pretty well. I um, had him briefly. I drafted him. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I put him on waivers quite quickly after like a month. Right. And, uh, he's been with Ali for a couple of weeks then he's been living on the waivers for almost another month um, picked up by Isaac halfway through December and looks like he's reaping rewards of that really yeah for sure Um, looking at another one there Spencer Dinwiddie yeah I was just going to talk about that so he was dropped um, when was he dropped just around Christmas time Mm -hmm. then picked up again then dropped at the start of the year and yeah, Isaac right onto it. Looking here, yeah, Isaac's the only player that's had him this season, and uh, seems to have been able to drop him and pick him up at the right times. You know. Yeah, um, I'm not so sure how he's got away with that. I was, yeah. didn't Spencer Dinwiddie on my radar. Yeah, well, he was good. Um, where was he playing before? Was it the Spurs? I feel like I yeah. recognise a black strip. It was maybe, the Nets. I think. Maybe the Nets. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't know. I thought, I guess, well, what John Wall not being at the Wizards, I guess uh, Dinwiddie's definitely stepped into that that spot pretty well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because, um, what, averaging 42 over the last 15, um, with the season average being 28, that's a huge increase. There's, like, spotty games here, so it's um, blown up a little bit. But, yeah, a couple of 50 bangers in the past like seven games played. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could be trending back up, or it could just be a little hot spurt. Yeah, he's, he's, a, good player, he's a good player, I think. He's definitely um, been like a fantasy guy. I think he had like a breakout season two mm. years ago. Something. Um, it was like the second option on the net. I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was someone Spencer Dinwiddie was popping off. Yeah. Might have even been last. Was it last year with Kyrie? I don't know. But yeah. Oh, yeah. True, true, yeah. Well, it was him and Jarrett Allen at one point where the bosses on the nets. And now that they've both gone different places, they've continued that kind of um, high scoring, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, from one like hot player to one that's definitely ice cold just now, Julius Randle. Yeah, is having a stink. Uh, currently averaging thirty five point three on the season, which is not so bad. But his past fifteen games only twenty eight. Mm-hmm. So that's a big trend down for the big twenty six dollars as well. Oof, yeah, that is that's a bit expensive for those kind of numbers. Um, yeah, 
I think is it just down to the 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 Knicks struggling, or um, I don't know, is he? He's just not putting in the effort, I guess. Yeah, fuck knows what's wrong with him. And then yeah. let's blast through um, a couple more of these guys. So Al Horford, we started off the season super strong. It looks like his age is finally catching up with him. That's only yeah. a good thing. Time Lord as a Harrison one started off really, really hot, but an old man starting mm. to trend down. Yeah. Cal Lowry, middle of the pack. Um Chris Paul has been very good. Yeah, Chris Paul has been real good. Um, I always kind of liked him. I had him last season and he definitely went off for me. So a little bit disappointed to not have him this year. Um, but yeah, I think just with the Suns playing so well, you know, and his uh, IQ on the court, he's, he's definitely a good player to have. Averaging, averaging over, Paul, but... oh, really? He's averaging yeah. over 10 assists this year as well, which is pretty damn good. He's a fantastic player, but I just think he can't. I think it's because I never liked that Clippers team. Ah, uh, right, yeah, with him and Blake Griffin. Uh, how do you how do you not like that? That was I like I actually like Blake Griffin. I just don't like Chris Paul, and I don't like DeAndre Jordan either. Yeah, Chris Paul's definitely got an attitude about him, but being a veteran in the league, I think he can uh, he, he can justify that, you know. Oh no, for sure. I would rather lose than have him on my team, though. I think. Just <laughs> Okay. Um, on to Donkic, I think I've said kind of right at the start of the year, I didn't think he was putting up the $51 value. That's like Jokic money. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like he's still struggling a little bit, kind of trending up slightly. He's still 47.3 in the past 15, which is like really unbelievably good. But yeah, uh, he's had significant time out. Yeah. Angles. Um, and yeah, just slightly off the mark for what you would want spending that kind of money. Exactly, yeah. I think uh, that's kind of the nail on the head. Isaac kind of would have expected um, maybe in a 50 plus 50, 50 something average, but um, to only be at 46.6 for the season, I think I, Isaac would be uh, disappointed in that. Yeah, definitely. So um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not disappointed. Um, myself obviously because I was thinking about picking up Luca because I had faith in him at the start of the season as well so um, I'm kind of glad he's doing that for another team yeah um, and yeah I think everyone else on the roster Darius Garland trending down Wagner I think had a really really hot period but kind of uh, cooling off a little bit but he's a young guy so I think these swings of form come and go Clay Thompson back be happy to see him 22.5 points the other night so not fantastic but sorry 22.5 average mm-hmm. uh, 24 and 21 the past couple of nights mm-hmm. uh, we'll probably see that go up as he gets more minutes he's been capped at 20 both nights oh okay yeah right and I think um, once he kind of gets his shot back you know I saw an interview with Clay and he said that he hadn't really shot how he wanted to um, so I think once he gets his catch and shoot rhythm back it's definitely, definitely higher scores on the cards. Yeah. But, yeah, the Raiders kind of doing the pack. I think an all right team. There's still loads of time left for them to catch up. The gap between second and third is only two games, right? Yeah. 
So um, it could still easily be Isaac coming back into contention. And the same goes for Jack as well. Yeah. Um, let's move on to number three. And I think it's based on the form over Christmas. It's easy to say that I'm putting you in that place, Jordan. Yeah, I know. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd take that, to be honest. I'm definitely on a downward trend after starting so hot. Um, I think possibly the trade with it because traded one well one hot player for two um, just above average um, and it kind of just came at the time of um, injuries which is when I obviously could have done with that extra roster spot so yeah a little bit annoying um, and so over the Christmas period are you another two loss one win. Um, I think so. Yeah, because I I I beat um Jack that week, but then I've gone and got beaten by uh Cammy and Stuart. So yeah, yeah so and waiting for those two at the bottom of the table is shite. So yeah, but that's we spoke about this I think before Christmas time with COVID and the way that everything's going. It's going to swing around and everyone over that period had their fair share of bullshit and Mm -hmm. hard games. Yeah, it's somewhat equaled out a little bit there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think talking about the trade, let's jump into those guys' stats first because Robert Williams passed 15 game averages, 50 points. Yeah, he went off the other night, yeah. 50 over the... Yeah, but he's been out, I think, because um, that's definitely not a, an, a, an accurate reflection of how he's been playing. Um, one, two, three, three games. Uh, true. It does feel like he's missed more than that. It's just, it's, it's. Um, well, this is kind of what I thought would happen. I knew he would come back. Mal Horford would get old and um, tired. So, yeah. I'm, I can't complain, actually. I hadn't actually looked at the full month worth of stats there in a long while. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that, to be honest. Yeah, he has been popping off big time. But then on the other side of that, Westbrook has not been. No. Westbrook has been struggling the past 15. Yeah. Uh, averaging 37.4 in the season, only getting 35 over 15, which is really underwhelming. I think when I was trying to do this trade... I thought Robert Williams was probably the more enticing asset. Yep, right. Uh, I wouldn't be too upset about Westbrook being a bit crap. Yeah, his shot, his shooting percentages have been absolute dog shit, you know. Um, and he's been, have you seen the cut last couple shots that he's been taking from the corner, uh, like the the side of the key, just hitting the top of the backboard? Like, yeah. what the fuck's he doing? I don't know. No, not very good. Um. Yeah, it's, it's annoying, but to be honest, they're they're not bad. But yeah, I was hoping for more. Um. But I think because he takes such a high volume of shots, when he's getting like ten rebounds, ten assists, his uh his shooting percentage is just taking that score right down. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But maybe yeah, he's missing Anthony Davis as well. Like the pick and roll plays and the easy assists. True. Yeah. Uh, maybe once he gets Anthony Davis back, you'll see him get because he did have a period where he was really putting up numbers. 
And I think that's when um, AD was playing. And LeBron has also been popping off, which has yeah. taken a production as well, I think. For sure, for sure. So let's talk about injuries first. Jonathan, mm-hmm. still on the IR. Yes. Um, yeah, well, I've been discussing it. Well, discussing it with my uh, my management team, really. Um, uh, I basically thought that there was going to be some more news and I was waiting for news. Um, and it did finally come the other day and it was not good news, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think he probably will get dropped um, in the next few days. But, um, it, like, I didn't I didn't get anything since November. And, uh, and with the potential that he has, I thought that he'd maybe be coming back um, kind of in the next coming months. But, yeah, no, I think he's maybe getting sacked. Mm. And then we also have Kemba Walker, who's pretty much waiver wire fodder. He had a pretty good uh, coming back from, I think the Knicks had some protocol issues. Mm-hmm. So they Kemba Walker back and he popped off a little bit. But now he's yeah. out. Well, that's it. That's another thing I've been waiting on. Um, basically just because uh, at, the, at the moment I could be putting another player into the IR spot and getting rid of one of those guys, but um, for the last couple of weeks, I actually didn't have a reason to drop him. Um, so I kind of kept a hold of him because I thought he was maybe back in rotation. And, um, you know, he's, he's definitely got that name calibre there. So I think if he returns and has one shy game, um, I'll probably get rid of him too. Hmm. And then Cameron Johnson just sitting... Uh, yeah, he, but if you look at his stats, he's definitely been playing pretty well. He's averaging 32 over the last, uh, 15 games. Um, and yeah, a couple of fifties in there, like high thirties. So, um, no, I, I feel like he's justified. He's only just become injured no, no, as well. I think he's a uh, trending up for sure. I agree with that, but I mean, you just have just him sitting out, right? Yeah, I do have him sitting out. Um, I could definitely um, drop. Well, I'll think about it. I'll see if I, if I need another another uh, roster spot with the waivers this week. Then uh, he's probably going to be top candidate. Candidate. Cool. Uh, I think we'll just blast through like everyone on the roster for these top teams, but we'll go through the bottom guys um, quite quickly. So you've got Trey Lyles, Looney. I guess they're just streams. Yes, Trey Lyles was dog shit the other night. Uh, went and picked him up and he only got seven. So that was crap. Like I said earlier, I've kind of been struggling to decide who to pick up and kind of going for like the... Um, stink. Well, yeah, stink. <laughs> In hindsight, stink, yeah. Um, but basically looking for the ones that would go off unexpectedly, you know, and yeah. it's just it's not paid off for me. Um, and, um, I'm happy uh, sorry, I'm just going to say I'm pretty happy with my man Omer Yurt Seven. Um, well, we'll get there. Just let's go through the way that we'll do it because we're going to go through everyone on these top teams. So I'm just trying to get the stink out of the way first. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. And then we'll then we'll talk about uh, the good guys. So, who so was Jordan that? Poole. He yeah. had a really fucking sweet period where he was popping off, right? But mm-hmm. he's been trending down, and I think Clay coming back only hurts him. Yeah, his average over the last um, 15 is only 22, but 
on the fourth, he goes and gives me a 52-point game. So it's just kind of hard to see how that's... It's just kind of hard to see how that's going to play out, you know? Mm. But no, definitely. He's definitely another candidate to just be put onto the waivers. And then Hardaway Jr., another stinker. 25.7 average on the season. Averaging 24 over 15. What's he doing on your team? (laughs) Um... I just I, I, I see the consistent I don't know it's just he's consistent I think with those twenty five point games you know consistently um, sure yeah nah, but I'm not gonna really I'm not gonna be able to replace him with a new with like a thirty point uh, every time you know so I guess I guess I could use use it as like a um, a pick up and go and then maybe pick him up the next time as just like as a waiver spot but. I don't know. I just, I just kind of liked him. I liked the way that he was doing things. That's doing possibly a bit of an oversight there from me. <laughs> and then um, Marcus Smart struggling a little bit. Um, yeah, still average. Uh, I don't know. I think he's all right. He's definitely got. He gets the minutes at the at the Celtics. I think just that team's struggling a little bit because he he definitely started hot, you know. Um, so. Uh, I don't know. He, he's he's not terrible, you know, because he's still getting. No, no, he's not terrible. But he's, a, he's a thirty. He's a thirty-point average guy. So mm-hmm. literally a waiver spot, really. Yeah, I've been I've been kind of happy with his production. It's it's just annoying sometimes. He'll go and put like like last night puts up nine nine fantasy points, um, and that's just shite, you know. But it, what the issue with that is is his turnovers. His turnovers are garbage. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's he's a kind of middle middle roster spot for me, um, and I just think there's not many third guys averaging thirty points right now. So um, I've definitely just got other guys that I could drop instead of him. Yeah, um, and then one of the last kind of borderline guys, Josh Hart, has also had really really good spells. Yeah, um, I think like two days after Christmas, sixty three. In the Christmas period, he was popping off. But... It was exactly, yeah, and that's when I picked him up. Um, just looking there, I picked him up on the twelfth of December. Yeah, um, and so since then, his lowest score, well, or he did have a shit one of a sixteen, but um, over that time, they've been thirty threes, thirty five, fifty, forty five, sixty three, um, and then just last night another thirty nine. So. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm happy with what he's been doing. To be honest, I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, looking at the chart here, the upward trend of that line is pretty steep, you know. So, yeah, I think he's 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 worth being on my roster there. Have you got an angle index for him? I, an angle index. <laughs> um, I couldn't. I don't know if I could give you the angle, but um, it's. It's a, it's a definitely an awkward spike. <laughs> yeah, it's like a forty-five degree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like as you can see, it kind of levels out there a couple times, you know, um, which is a bit annoying. But no, for for a, a waiver pickup that I've been able to hold on my bench for the last month, um, I'm not I'm not disappointed in that. No, I think. Um... He's he's definitely been pretty good. His averages haven't been great, but for a waiver pickup, not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Then um, 
Lamelo Ball. Let's talk about him. He's yeah. Done a stink right now. Yeah, averaging thirty-three over the last fifteen. That's not good enough. You know, that's a ten point, eleven point drop um, from his average uh, season average. Sorry, and uh, to be honest, I'm not really sure why. I think he's been struggling with assists, so maybe his, his teammates aren't getting, um, aren't making the baskets where he passes it to them. Um, because like three assists last game, eight the one before that, and then skip one game and he goes to do two and one. So and so Lamella Ball to get one assist in a game, what the fuck's happened there? Yeah, just a bad run of form. I think I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. And then now we can talk about Omer. Hmm. Smashed it. I absolutely love this guy. Um, I picked him up kind of just on a whim uh, for a one-night pickup. And went, let's see when it was. On the 2nd Second. of January. And since then, he's been getting me 40s consistently. Um, so, yeah, real good. Yeah, not a bad little run there. No, definitely. For a guy that I'd never even heard of, um, it's, it's been great, to be honest. You know, Definitely been... as well when uh, when Jokic has been kind of uh, on a little bit of a downward trend. Um, he's he's kind of stepped in at my my top guy at center along with Robert Williams, I guess. Do you know who's better than him? Who? Omer. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, he morphs into him soon. <laughs> uh, he gets a level up. That should be his nickname. Like however much points he scores that night. <laughs> yeah, you're at forty. Bang. <laughs> um, yeah, and then obviously you have a very top-heavy team, so I we've do. got some big dogs to talk about now. Mm. Uh, let's start off with Kevin Durant. Yes, indeed. Um, basically, with well, his production hasn't changed a lot with um, with um, Kyrie Irving coming back, but. It, it seems to be that uh, he's still scoring. You know, he's getting the ball a lot. Harden's obviously playing point guard. So for Durant, he's, yeah, he, he's playing really well. And I, I saw a thing the other day. Um, it was an interview and they were talking about how many minutes and stuff like that he, he was getting. And he his quote was, uh, yeah, let me die out there. So for that mentality for KD to have is uh, real exciting for me. Yeah, that is a, a nice thing to see. Although saying that, I think that was, what, last week or something? Yeah. And he played, um, since then, he's played like a 41-minute game, a 37-minute game, then a 43 and a 42. Mm-hmm. That's not sustainable, surely. Well, I guess not. But I don't know. I'm not complaining, to be honest, right now. Um He's averaging well. His season average for minutes is thirty-seven point four. So yeah, yeah I guess, I guess with a, that's a big five-minute increase. Um, it's like half a quarter difference. So it, that might trend down, I guess. But I'm hoping it doesn't take a hit on his numbers. I mean, I don't think that's sustainable either. He'll get injured, or his minutes will get reduced. Surely, yeah. Then, no, I can keep that going. That's superhuman. Yeah, I can see him pulling a hamstring or something like that, which would be a would be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, but averaging fifty four points um, over the last fifteen games, that's 
yeah, banging. That's like Jokic numbers. So, yeah, it's been great. Cool. Uh, let's talk about Towns next. On a bit of a streak himself, 45 mm. season, 51.8 in the past 15. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think after um, being out for COVID, and he, he took a good week out. Um, he's, he's come back in hot again, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just getting a lot of usage. He's obviously the main man over there at the Timberwolves. So I can see this. I can see this continuing, to be honest. And then finally, I think the MVP candidate for the season, actually on a little bit of a trend down. Yep. Um, Slightly. We can see him losing some of that angle on the graph. Think you're <laughs> fond of. I think there's a, a minus two degree under sweep. Yeah, if you click um, over one month there, Louis, um, that downward trend is not good to see. Um, so, yeah, hopefully he turns it around. I'm not actually really sure what the reasoning behind this is, whether he's just a big sloppy fat boy that's struggling to keep up. And, um, <laughs> I think um, the trend down is not very much. It's gone from 57.7 on the season to 55.3 in 15. Yeah, it's not huge, but when he's putting up so many points, that percentage change is quite like insignificant. I think maybe if he was getting two extra average points and he was only averaging twenty, that's a bit of a bigger deal than. Yeah, true. I'm maybe clutching at straws a little bit there just to say that he's on a downward trend, but um, yeah, and there's just there's something that's just changed a little bit in the new year. I'm hopefully hoping it doesn't continue downwards as long as he hovers around that fifty-five mark. Uh, I obviously won't be complaining. I mean, maybe he's getting tired and it's time to sell high. Mm. Uh, I doubt it. I think I'll be keeping a hold of him pretty firmly. <laughs> cool. Um, I think I want to have a snout before we go into the top two. <laughs> All right. Well, we can just take a break and we'll be right back. Mm. Okay, we're back at it. Yeah, back in business. The number two team we're seeing here is uh, Corey, I'm going to say. Just um, kind of the obvious thing there with you sitting at the top of the table. So, uh, sorry, the top of the league. Um, yeah, Corey definitely playing well this season, um, making himself a strong candidate for uh, most improved player. Yeah, it's been really fantastic season for Corey. Um, there was one thing I wanted to speak about, and that was matchup eleven. Corey managed to score two thousand and fourteen points that week. Yeah, which is like insanely higher than any other score we've had any other week. Yeah, uh, and that was on the back of LeBron, who honestly had the most insane week that I think any player has had in our season so far. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's showing that age is definitely just a number. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's impressive, to be honest. I think if we go back to that scoreboard, what did I say, matchup 12? No, uh, matchup 11. 11, I think you said, yeah. Yeah, so matchup 11. LeBron James, 298 points. Oh, yeah, geez, oh, yeah. That's huge. Um, He went on a period where it was like just 70, 80, 70, 80. Like, 
just ludicrous. Yeah, he's averaging what sixty nine point nine giggity over the last uh, fifteen fifteen games. Yeah, that is mental. That's like what ten, twelve, thirteen average points higher than anyone else that we've looked at so far. Um, massive, massive upgrade on his fifty seven point two season average, and yeah, he's been the MVP of this period. Definitely, yeah. Like, look, look at this run here. 67, 77, 74, 79, 89. Yeah, crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he's definitely uh, he's definitely uh, putting the numbers down and making a point for being the best in the world. Yeah. Best ever, you know. I, I think, you know, it's hard to say no question, but it's a big fucking case. I was reading stuff about, um, I can't remember who they were looking at. Maybe it was like Kareem and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, like LeBron has had the most seasons over like 25 points by like seven or eight seasons compared to those two. Yeah. Like he's just been so consistently good for so long. Yeah, it's yeah, it's been good. Well, yeah, you've seen them kind of comparing his uh, first seasons to his current season, and if if anything, the stats have only increased. You know, so yeah, yeah, um, huge, huge signing for um, Corey's team there, and yeah, for thirty two points as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, LeBron's potentially the fantasy MVP. Um, and a huge discount. Like if you look at guys like Donkic, paying fifty odd bucks for. Yeah. You could have got like LeBron and DeRozan for the same price. Yeah, yeah. Money value. He's definitely been worth it for sure. Worth every penny. So mm-hmm. over this three week period, Corey has had what is it? Two, one win, two wins, two wins and a loss. Mm-hmm. So. One of the only teams that hasn't lost two in the past um, past three weeks. Mm-hmm. So a good little run. Let's go through the roster. Um, start off with the injured guys. Paul George has been locked down for a long time. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame there. Um, what is it that he's out with? Has he got a old, in- old injury there, or he had a injury in his elbow, which he missed. Um, five games with. Then he played two games and then he suffered a torn ligament in his elbow. And although the fantasy chat here says three to four weeks, I was reading that it might potentially be a season ender. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Um, So Corey, without Paul George to still come and, you know, keep in the standings and do what he's done, it's a testament to how strong his team's been. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, if we just look through, there's not even that much stink. Like Dorian Finney Smith, fine. Uh, maybe not acceptable to be on the roster. Mikhail Bridges has been underperforming. Zubac, I don't know if he's a streamer or what's going on with him, but he's been crap. Yeah, I'm looking at Zubac as well. Um, he, he was drafted by Corey at the start of the season for $1, which again is a notable. Um, good pickup, but um, yeah, Corey dropped him only for a week and then picked him back up again in the at November the 9th. So for him to be um, only averaging what 
15 and a half points is, is pretty garbage. Yeah, he's tapered off a lot. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, that's kind of the only... Que- well, Alec Burks as well, questionable. 30.5 for the 15. He's trending up, but questionable, questionable. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, this roster has been pretty stacked in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. Looking there, a lot of the 15-game averages are like 30s, 44s, 50, 46. Um, so, yeah, his, his team is stacked there. Uh, the big kind of bust candidate, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. $37 he was drafted for, and he's averaged 33 on the season. So that's less than a dollar a point. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Um, again, you probably wouldn't have uh, foreseen that at the start of the season, but um, yeah, just a little bit disappointing, I guess. Um, it's Andrew's assists again there. I'm looking at the assists here. And uh, over the last seven, he's only been averaging 4.3, um, which is for a full one point guard. That's not enough. No, it's not good enough. There's talks of him and uh, Halliburton being available on the trade market. So I think it's a similar situation with Sabonis and Miles Turner. If one of them go, uh, I think likely both guys will see a boost in their in yeah. their output. Yeah, I can't really actually see Darren Fox going anywhere, though. I think he will probably stay at the Kings there. Um, I'm not sure who's had any interest on him, but... Well, I mean, he's a 43.8 average last season. So yeah. He is good. Yeah, he has the potential, but a 33 average this season, um, I don't think anyone saw that coming. You know, I thought he would have kept putting up decent numbers, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. I think it's maybe the emergence of Tyrese Halliburton um, and maybe Fox just doesn't really like the Kings anymore, not trying so hard. Right, yeah. yeah. Another player I think is Stink and shouldn't be really on um, the roster constantly is Tyler Harrow. Um, I just don't really like that guy. Mm. Uh, he Obviously, he's got that three potential, so when he does put the, the ball in the basket, he goes off for like 40-something points, but it's so inconsistent that he's back down. When he doesn't score, it's like mid-20s, you know. Um, and I just, I don't, I wouldn't be having him on my team um, like for the, for the entire time, you know. Like he's he's not, he's never been dropped, you know. Corey's kept him the entire season and that, that surprises me. And you'd rather Hardaway Jr. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're not comparing my team here. We're talking about um, and I just think I think he could maybe do something with him. Yeah, I mean he's trending up just now. Thirty-two point average over fifteen. Uh, Thirty point average on the season. I think he's been quite good recently, to be honest. I know mm-hmm. what you mean. He is inconsistent, but I'm just um, not. I'm not a big fan, to be honest. No, he's a bit of a stinker. He does uh, get points, though, you know. Yeah, he's got he's got good. Uh, Kind of all right stats. A bit underwhelming, Devin Booker, 34.3 average over 15. Yeah. Um, I would have, I guess, 37 on the season. He's maybe just having a bit of a stink spell. Yeah. Uh, it's hard on Devin Booker because everybody loves him, you know, um, and he gets a lot of hype being one of the best players on that team there, but it's it's not huge numbers, you know. It's It's good, but it's not. 
lots, not huge. I mean, you know that at some point in the season he's going to score like 50, 60 points in one game exactly. and get like a 100-point fantasy game. Exactly, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, otherwise, he's kind of the same every year. He, he's got like good, consistent, boring stats for fantasy, I think. Goes, yeah, yeah, he's been hanging out with the Kardashians a little bit too much, I think. <laughs> Um, Kyle Kuzma, 44.3 over the past 15, which is a huge increase on his 30 average season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure where this has come from, but he has been really popping off. Yeah, well, I think partly to do with the numbers. I don't know if it's because of um, injury troubles or something like that at Washington, but um, over the last seven days, he's averaging 38 minutes, um, Yeah, which is high you know which is obviously reflecting in what he's getting uh there's a game here he got 22 rebounds and 27 points but not much else you know so he's he's really only kind of a rebound scorer kind of guy a couple of defensive stats in there you know yeah for sure but still really good i i wonder if he can keep it up for the season and get a little bit more points under his belt yeah, yeah, he definitely has the potential. Um, he's a bit of a funny one, actually. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit underrated. Yeah, mo- yeah, recently definitely underrated. He's kind of, he's kind of uh, slid under the radar a little bit there and just kind of been popping off. But, I mean, it's his first season on the new team, so he'll still be yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Um. Next up, Vucevic, forty-two point mm. three up on his average, thirty-nine point one. Quite an underwhelming season. I would have had Vucevic at like a 40 kind of average guy. But um, yeah, he's been a little bit underwhelming, but still trending up and good stats recently. Yeah, yeah, good stats. Um, it's He's just a rebound monster, to be honest. What, he's averaging 16 in the season, 17 over the last seven days. Um He's, he's obviously the big man there for the Bulls um, and getting a lot of block as well. Um, well. Fairly recently, actually, there was just a game there. I looked at it to four, two and two, the, the games previous to that. But, yeah, I'm not really sure what to say about Vooch. He, he, the, there was one season, I think it was maybe two seasons ago, I picked him up and he was, he was an absolute boss for me. And moving to the Bulls, He's kind of um, continued that, but I don't know. I don't know how I'd rate him. You know, he's he's definitely not like a, well. He is an all star, but he's again. He's kind of like a he's like a high level player, not the not the extreme. No, but he was forty seven or something points last season, so he's definitely down a bit. Yeah, less than expected. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we can say about him. Yeah, still a good. Still- 46.2 over 15. It's about his average. No, it's a bit more than his average for the season. I think Donovan Mitchell is one of the most boring fantasy players, to be honest. Um, I think he just scores a lot. But normally when we're playing categories, the rest of his stats are pretty underwhelming. Um, in the points league, it looks like he's actually pretty solid in terms of how much points he's averaging. Yeah, yeah. I think his field goal percentages um, are fairly good, to be honest. So maybe that's obviously got something to do with it. But I just think he's a bit of a boring guy. Like his his stats are good. Um, it's 
obviously a good performance. He kind of goes under my radar a little bit. Yeah, he does, yeah. But looking here, I think I can work it out. He's probably looking at about 52% field goal, which is which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that is really good. And then um, Sabonis. So I think when we spoke with Corey, we were talking about how Sabonis was having a bit of a shit season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was averaging like 38 time. Now over the past 15 He's averaging 50.4. He's um, brought his season average up to 41. And it looks a lot more like he's back in the swing of things. Maybe um, getting a bit more minutes. Miles Turner could be the one that's getting sent away. Yeah. But he's definitely delivering a little bit more of that $31 that was paid yeah, for. Yeah, he's definitely doing well. Um, bringing some of the Euro um, skills into the, the American game. He's... Yeah, he's playing well. He's consistent again with rebounds there. Um, just looking, he actually got a triple double, only just with eleven points. But that twenty-three rebounds is nothing to be laughed at, you know. Yeah, no, that's quite sick, actually. Yeah, he's good. Although looking here, his turnovers are surprisingly high. Um, the last what five games he's got four, three, six, and three and three. So. For a centre, that's kind of surprising turnovers, to be honest. He has very high assists for a centre as well, remember? Yeah, true. Yeah, so he's getting a lot of ball handling. Exactly. Yeah, quite no. Similar, he's... Quite a similar profile to LeBron, except LeBron does not turn the ball over anywhere near as much. No, yeah. Um, And then, yeah, LeBron. Uh, complete MVP fantasy performance. Yeah. I think past... The past season, I guess, fifty-seven point two average points. Then sixty-nine yeah. in the past fifteen is outrageous. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think that's a big reason why Corey's in the position that he's in today. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely justified. Um. Second place right now. Yeah. This week. Um. Somewhat. Yeah. I do. I recognise the. Uh, the importance of this week. Um, so I'm just hoping to, well, it's not been a great start with my waiver pickups, but still ahead. I'm not sure of the scheduling right now, but um, yeah, a little bit worried with this one. Really? Yeah, somewhat. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's worrying. But We'll see by the end of the week. Hopefully, um, the the uh, the fact that Corey has strong Sundays doesn't come to kick me this week. You know. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. Cool, and then that will take us on to your number one team for the season. Hmm. That's you, sir, and uh, fairly. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Worthy, like you, it was worthy, worthy first place. Um, I was hoping you'd maybe drop one last week, um, and keep like allow me to keep close to you. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a big week coming here. Yeah, for sure. I think over the Christmas period, um, including the week before, it's lost two one two. Oh. The, the COVID protocols have hit me quite hard. Um, and then Isaac beat me last week as well. Mm -hmm. Scraped it. You're currently behind Ali at the moment as well. He's obviously on a hot streak, so 
Um, I would really quite like if uh, Halley could beat you this week. Yeah, for sure. I think the the main thing to talk about with this team, and it's a big factor, is the fucking injuries have been relentless over the past few weeks. Mm. Um, Bucket's still not back. Jimmy Butler has played like 25 out of 57 games this season. Oh yeah, that's that's not good. Uh, when he has played, he's been a really fucking good player, but he just hasn't been there for me. Then Brogdon, uh, what can we say? I think I've got like three games out of him since trading away Desmond Bain, and they've not been good games either. No, yeah, you've not come out well on that trade at all. Um, no. Yeah, it's 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 not great. Um, although saying that, I, I guess he he what he is a high caliber player, but. Um, I just I w- I wouldn't have had so much faith in faith in him. Did you did you trust it to keep going? Well, I was more trying to sell high on my guys. I figured uh, <clears throat> Bain would slump back a bit once Jamarant returned. Yeah. Or um, Aaron Gordon would slump as well, which he has. Bain's kept it going, and I was actually trying to get Drew Holiday in the first place. Okay which would have been a much nicer trade on my end, but Stuart needed that extra game, so he sent me back the counter-offer. And I thought at the time Brogdon was better than Holiday, and I knew, obviously, he's got his injury issues and the risk, but I figured, why not? Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is the way it's ended up. Yeah, with an Achilles injury as well, that's pretty serious. That could uh, hold him out for a lot of time. He says it's questionable for so is he looking to come back in the next week or so? He's been questionable almost every day. Um, He's just a bit all over the place, to be honest. Mm. There's one thing I wanted to highlight from the Christmas season, and I just need to see if I can pull it up. Remember, I got Jashon Tate, and he popped off for that like 70-point game. Oh, yeah. Picked up one night. Well, we had another one of those with Hamadou Diallo I said this would never happen again and I think what happened was I picked up Diallo on the 27th the night of the 30th 69 points then the night of the 2nd 71 points oh yeah Um, and I think that kind of carried me through one of my weeks Um, I don't know where the fuck that came from from Diallo, to be honest. But I just want to point that out because that was another... I know I'm kind of pointing it out for my team, but it's hard for me to see that for everyone. But that was another one I was like, fuck, that was an insane pickup. Just really fluky, but paid off in a big way. That's it, yeah. It's a common thing that we keep saying is that it can definitely change your season based on the lucky picks. I've unfortunately been on the opposite end of that. (laughs) I mean, let's let's look through the team now because if we want to talk about picks, I think the main guy I want to talk about is Anthony Simmons. Yeah, I'm just looking at him just here. <clears throat> um, yeah, unreal. His average points, what, for the season are 23. And then at the moment, he's currently, what, 42.8. Yeah, so yeah. when you're talking about not getting 30 points off the waivers, you're out your mind. Mm. There's There's always value there, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, this guy, I think, 
with CJ McCollum potentially coming back, that's going to hit his value. Lillard, again, we'll see what happens with that. But if Lillard does not come back, this guy is a league winner for sure. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. He, he was somebody that I'm not going to lie, I did overlook um, and just didn't really um, trust it. But yeah, he's he's been killing it. Another player um, on the IR that we didn't talk about is Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. He has been quietly, like, so consistent for me all season. Yeah. Um, and losing him is a big blow, currently, mm-hmm. protocols. Yeah, he's a strong, strong player. Um, and what, so, yeah, he's kind of only just into the protocols in the start of January there. So, you're probably looking at least at the end of the week that he's going to be out for. So Yeah, so we'll miss him. Um, but look at those rebounds, Jesus Christ. Um insane 15.5 over the season and uh, literally double figure rebounds every single night yeah he's always always getting the rebounds Um, big news Kyrie Irving back Mm. allowed to play for the Nets yeah and uh, so has he been going from uh, available to out each time as he's day to day at the moment um I still think that's a little bit of bullshit that he's allowed to be doing that um, and then gets given the out position so you can put him on your IR. Um, but, yeah, fair enough. Definitely worth a mention. Yeah, he um, he gets the out tag every time. So he's got the day-to-day because he twisted his ankle a little bit. But whenever he's playing away, he's available. Whenever it's a home game, straight back to the IR. So that's really, really nice. I also caught Zion. Um Yep. Can we the spaces? Yeah. But let's look through, if we start off just with the role players, I think Josh Giddy has been, I don't know how he's been able to slip through everyone's fingers. I managed to pick him up and I was the only one that challenged for him. And I could not believe it. Yeah. Um, 42 points over the past 15, up on his season average of 30. Traditionally, rookies do better in the second half of the season. Uh, I think this guy is going to be a menace for the next couple of weeks. Fair enough, yeah, yeah. And especially on the OKC there, um, there's a lot of um, kind of, there's a lot of potential for him to get a strong, strong role over the end of the season, you know. Yeah, exactly. Especially with uh, Shy not playing so good. Mm. Maybe want to give the rookie a bit more of a runaround. Um, another mm. role player, Malik Monk, I picked him up. A lot of these guys are going to cause me headaches because I'm running out of streaming spots. Like, a lot of these guys I don't want to let go again. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, and you're losing the potential waivers. But, yeah, Malik Monk's a funny one because I'd he's put up big ones, like 46, stuff like that, and then he drops back down to 27. So that's kind of why I just didn't consider him. But, yeah, the... Um, yeah, and where has he come from? Like, did he was he G League player beforehand, or I don't, oh, I, I don't know his story. Yeah, right. But he's, his name's come out of nowhere, and he's been putting up huge numbers. I don't know if it'll continue. Could just be a little hot streak, but yeah, twenty two point nine to what thirty seven point three. Can't argue with that. No, definitely a good pickup there. Yeah, for sure. Um, Patrick Beverly is another one. We'll see how he goes. He's normally quite good on the defensive stats. Um, 
34.3 over the past 15, a 29.1 average. So that's a borderline drop candidate. Then I picked up Laurie Markkinen. He was just because I needed someone. Right. Streamer. Yeah. I don't expect much from him. He can get cut whenever. Yeah, yeah he'll get cut. I don't imagine that he's well, he played really well. He was definitely one of the top players for Cleveland um, last year, was it? But yeah, this year, I think maybe that entire team's struggling and is, yeah, it's distinctly average, his scoring them. Yeah, exactly. As, as can be seen, he's been dropped by uh, Isaac a number of times, you know. Yeah, I've just pulled him in to be a streamer. Then we also have Bobby Portis has been a little bit underwhelming since uh, coming back. He had a little period out on protocols. In his past 15, he's only averaging 27.9, which is down from 31.4. I was happy to get him off the waivers, and I thought he was doing really good, but losing a bit of patience with him now. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Um, Cade Cunningham, he's taken a little bit of a downtrend, has he? He has, yeah. He had a really nice spell of um, some big, big games, and then he was out on protocols as well. He went like 51, 42, 56. Yeah. A couple of average games, then went out. And he's just not been great. He got 60 points the other night, but then followed it up with 10. Yeah, it's that's just looking at that, that's just his scoring ability. So uh, if he can be uh, scoring the ball, then he's definitely got the potential to bring it back. But yeah, he maybe just needs to get his shooting range back again. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought he'd be a bit better this season. I think he's been outperformed by a few of the rookies, um, especially fantasy-wise. So... We'll see how the second half of the season goes, but yeah, well, he was. You did get mentioned in one of the early podcasts about being a bit of a steal of the draft. So, yeah, it, it's still it's still been a good pickup for you, I'd say. Yeah, we'll see how that goes as the season progresses. Yeah. Um, Evan Mobley, an absolute like out of nowhere pickup, really, um, and he very much delivered. I think he's probably one of the leading candidates for the Rookie of the Year. Yeah, he has been good, yeah. Um, yeah, his season stats are pretty strong for um, a rookie. Yeah, 34.6. He's trending up slightly, 36.4. Um, Christian Wood, I don't know what to do with him. Yeah, what do you say about that? Because obviously you were giving him shit and then he came back and uh, popped off. But yeah, it, he's obviously not been able to maintain it, has he? No, exactly. He's been fucking crap. And he keeps like, there was this whole thing. Um, he was like supposed to play. And then halfway, he was like, nah, I'm not playing anymore. Stop playing at halftime. There's just something not right in that Rockets team. And if they don't trade Christian Wood, then I'll probably fucking drop him. Yeah, his numbers are shite as well. Um, uh, not his numbers, sorry, his minutes. Looking there, rarely. Kind of above 35, averaging kind of 30, though so I would have hoped for some more from there. He's given you a nice negative three on the fantasy points there uh, on the 2nd of January. That must have been a bit of a shiter. Yeah, I think that was the game that uh, he was supposed to play and then just stopped. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, there's value there, but I'm yeah. kind of hoping someone wants to buy him an offer uh, while he's low. Could be a sell low that I'm interested in, yeah. I'll maybe look into that. But um, I've had enough. And same with uh, Jimmy Butler. He was like, 
you know, averaging 47 on the season. But if he's not going to fucking play, I know I've held on to him for so long, but I would honestly be happy to entertain offers. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and, you know, is, is, um, is he due back at any point? or He's, like, questionable pretty much all the games. Right. Now, it was just a little ankle twist he had. But mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening with him. And then um, Terry Rosier. Fantastic pickup. Yeah. Like Scary Terry. Yeah, Scary Terry living up to that name there. Um it was obviously a big uh waiver pickup when you when you went and went ahead and did that once Jack dropped him. Um again, really not sure where that happened. Um but yeah, he's what forty five averaging over the last fifteen games. Um which is what, ten again, ten above his season average. So that's obviously one reason as to why you're um, still holding on to that top spot, I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, another one. Bit of a shaky start, but he has been very, very, very good over this period. Yeah. I actually haven't really been looking at his stats um, all that much, but yeah, yeah, strong 50s and 40s kind of throughout, you know. The consistency is so good. Um, Really, really happy with him. Yeah. His assists are pretty damn good as well. Uh, at the end of December, there went what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine out of eight games. He got ten plus assists. Yeah, he's um, he's an absolute beast. I think we'll see him being a fantasy force hmm. next year's like big time. Yeah, he's leveled out a little bit. Um, going into January because he was on the upward trend and was looking at the. The chart here is his numbers have plateaued a little bit, but um, yeah, d- definitely, yeah, yeah, high quality there. How much did you pay for him back then? Uh, ten bucks. Ten, yeah. Yeah, not good. That's a uh, good value for money there. Yeah, happy with that for sure. Um, my draft. I was thinking about my draft recently. Lots and lots of wasted value. So. Even if you look at my roster, there's like three guys here that I actually drafted. All right, yeah, you've made a lot of plays. Yeah, expected though with your uh, your way of playing the season um, and playing the fantasy league. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel that you've benefited um, from this? Um, I think the thing that really wins fantasy is the waivers and the streaming. I don't think. Like trading kind of helps, but I don't really think like trading two equally valued guys really has a huge impact. And if you do lose a really valuable guy, it's not that difficult to replace with the waivers. Yeah, yeah. Just going into the standings here, looking at how many moves have been made. Um, you're well above. I'm I'm just second with sixty four play uh, moves. Sorry, you're sitting at the top with seventy three. Yeah, well, there's a reason I'm at the top of the table as well. Yeah, those 13 extra waiver pickups and just being active throughout the weeks is definitely showing to be a um, a good uh, a good well, good way of doing it. Yeah, sure. Those extra games are really important. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the guys that have been traded, that takes us to the two sort of top players on my team. Mm. Uh, let's talk about James Harden first. 
um, I think you were obviously a little bit worried um, at the start of the season, but he's he's showing what, what kind of class player he is, you know. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, he had a good spell over Christmas, 68, 88, 58, 65. Yeah. Slowed down a little bit since then. Uh, he was yeah, putting a few 30 games in there, but he's back and he's hit back with a 54 the other night. Yeah. He also got rested last night, so I expect, or rested on Monday or something. I don't even know. Yeah, it was uh, the Monday. other one. That was just yesterday, yeah. So I think he'll be playing tonight. I'm not worried about that day to day. No, I wouldn't be either. Harden's quite a not missing games guy for fantasy, which is good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What uh, What were you predicting? I would have maybe been putting him down for the fifty kind of average for the season. He's at forty seven just now, forty five point eight over the last fifteen. So, uh, do you are you hoping to get some more out of him, or could you think with the amount of uh, high roster, sorry, high caliber players like Duran and with Kyrie being back, can you see that? Trinky, reckon he's hit a ceiling? Yeah, I mean, when I was trying to angle for him, I just thought that he was underperforming generally. I think he was getting like 42 or something average points. Mm. So I thought he'd maybe get up to like 45. Um, I didn't expect him to get to his like his old numbers. Yeah, where he was just absolutely insane. Yeah, but with the rule changes, the time it took to adapt to the game, the um, the way that the leagues were reffing it and him not getting free throws and stuff, I think it was obvious that this season he's not going to dominate as much. Yeah, yeah. Well, looking at it there, what, he's averaging 22.4 points over the season. That is not hard in caliber numbers. No, exactly. He, there was a while at the end of the last season where he was just didn't get less than 50s for ages. Um. And it would have been exciting to see what he scored, uh, fantasy wise, like fantasy points wise, last year. Um, but what we will see as well is um, if Durant goes out. Yeah, the big if though. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I think he's over his injury troubles. I'd say. If we look at Harden last season, fifty-four point five uh, points, uh, like fantasy maybe, points. Fantasy points, right? So he's down on his projections. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy enough with him. I didn't I don't want him to be the main facilitator of the team. He was just kind of like I wanted that roster spot. What was, thought, um, what was his uh, IRL season points last year? Um, averaging. Uh, it doesn't give us an average here. It just gives us a total. Um, his yeah. average was. Oh, I got it here. 24.6. 24.6. See, that's lower than expected. You're thinking of like when he was at the Rockets, 36.1, 30, 34.3. Right, yeah, yeah. That's when he was dropping like constant 50 bombs. True, true. That was two seasons ago, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah. then on to uh, this guy, Dejounte Murray. Uh, yeah, so my best player over the, the period. 53.0 average points. Up from his 48.0 season average. Missed a fucking chunk of games, though, on uh, protocols, which is annoying. Right. Um, yeah, he's fantastic. Really, really happy to do that trade and get him on my team. Obviously, I think getting Westbrook and Robert Williams, if they continue doing what they're doing, you probably have won that trade. 
because if he can keep averaging 50 and Westbrook averages above 30, that's more than I'm getting with 53 in a waiver spot. Yeah, but if I'm honest, I don't know if I can see Robert Williams continuing this 50. Although I did read um, the other day that Al Horford is probably going to take a step back. You know, the coach was uh, definitely choosing to play Robert Williams more minutes. So you never know, but 50 is a high number to try and maintain, you know. No, for sure. But um, just remember, you were asking for Portis, and I offered you Robert Williams, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that'll definitely come out my my way. Could have really fucked you there. But yeah, DeJounte is insane. Um, sad to see him go, just because he's a decent guy. He's basically conducting all the play on the Spurs over there. So, um, yeah, just a very likeable player. So, a little bit sad to not have him on my roster, but... Um. Yeah. Regardless, we'll see how the trade works out. Yeah, I think it's been quite an even one, to be honest. The way it's gone, um, we'll see how it plays out through the season. Yeah. But, yeah, that's my team. I think looking at this team, obviously, I rely a lot on having the waivers open and being able to pick up players. Mm-hmm. Um. But if we look at the averages, it's going pretty well just now over the past fifteen. Very little stink on this team. Yeah, you're you're not wrong there, and like you said, you're finding it difficult to uh, drop these players and open up your waiver spots, so, which is obviously good for the rest of the league. Um, so, I think you're probably going to have to make some decisions whether to trust these players or um, keep your strategy of you using the waiver uh, waiver so much. Well, the thing that's going to give me big headaches is when my IR spots start clearing out because I need to drop three guys. Yeah, true that. I'll be keeping an eye on those. But um, that just means that there's going to be a lot of two-for-one trades getting slinged about. <laughs> yeah, right. I think uh, Malik Monk possibly could be a drop. You know, uh, Fingers crossed Westbrook kind of becomes a bit more of a role player and that eats into his, his minutes. Um, but you never know. You know, I think Mallet Monk is a is a hold for the season. Yeah. I think the the drop candidates, obviously, Laurie is just a streamer. Um, Duncan Robertson's always just a streamer. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Beverly streaming him. Giddy will be kept until he trends down. Simmons will be kept. Bobby Portis, I'm a little bit unsure about. Mm-hmm. Um, Cage could be up for sale. Fair enough, Christian Wood. If he's not gonna take pull his finger out, then getting rid of him. Yeah, he's probably needing traded. I think it's important when you're thinking about trades that if you want to get the value, you need to target these guys. You can't just go for like, you know, trying to trade me for Dejounte Murray mm-hmm. when he's at his all-time high. It's stupid. You yeah. want to go in for these underperforming guys. Yeah, with potential. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> So the door's open to that, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that's us. Yeah, that was a good uh, good roundup of all the teams there. Hopefully that gives a good in-depth um, research into the entire league, basically, of uh, for everybody. Um, people might be considering trades and moving their teams about, just making sure that everybody's aware of the stats that are getting put out there. Yeah, absolutely. I think the last thing that we need to do, and I'm going to do this just super quick, is the projections for next week. Oh. Uh, I'm going to beat Ali. 
Corey's going to beat Jordan. Stuart's going to beat Jack. Isaac's going to beat Cammy. That's what I reckon. Okay. Um, oof. Well, I'd try not agree with you there and, and say that I can hopefully take Corey this week. Um, but, yeah, as we said earlier, big week for many players, you know. Um, Jack's hopefully going to get out of his slump, but doesn't look likely against a strong team with Stuart. Um, so, yeah, big one. What, what do you think it's going to be? Um, I Well, obviously, I just hope that I beat Corey this week. Um, tough, tough one with you and Ali. But I'm just going to go and say what I want as opposed to how I actually think it's going to go. <laughs> um, so me to beat Corey, Ali to beat you. I think Stuart's going to beat Jack and uh, Isaac's going to go ahead and beat uh, Cammy. Yeah. Well, we'll be back on Monday to see how that's turned out. Uh, really big matchups this week. Mm-hmm. I think the um, good thing is even if I lose, I'll still be top. So I have that one buffer. Yeah. It's so, so tight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Happy with that. I think it's uh, that's a fair choice for everybody. So last thing to do is for me to say goodbye to everyone. Thank you for listening to the extended holiday scanning roundup. Uh, I hope we've not gone on too long. It's approaching about two hours on our recording. So mm-hmm. be quite the listen. Uh, Jordan, if you could just take us away. Yeah, the uh, well, happy to chat with you again and uh, good to be into the new year. Um, just basically hoping that some of the trends change and uh, we'll soon see who's going to be uh, getting the top top spots into the playoffs for the end of the season. So good, lo- good luck coaches into 2022 and I look forward to hearing from some of you soon. Bye-bye. Who's on your team? I guess the only interesting people to trade would be like Lamelo. Yeah. Well, what played low? I don't think I'd be doing that, though, you know. I always give you a two for one. <laughs> <laughs>